0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast presented by Wegwin Enterprises and NYC Sports Nation. Uh, I'm Austin Verhill along with Tim LaDuca and Nick Giovanelli. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the past series, the upcoming series, we have um, stuff from around the horn and a bunch of Yankees news. So without further ado, how about it?
1: You're listening to a New York Sports Nation production.
0: Enhancing your New York
2: sports experience.
1: Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck getting dirty and gritty. Bend down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead. Walking on the sidewalk, hotter than a match head.
2: But a night, it's different world. Go
0: out and find a girl. Come on, come on, and that's all. Alright, so we're going to start with the West Coast trip. And... I don't know about you guys, but it just sucked. Like, even though the majority of it we were winning, except for the Oakland series, which we'll get to, but I I enjoy a late night game every now and then, but to have like a full week and a half of just night games, it kind of sucked. So what did you guys think about that?
1: I wasn't a big fan. Because we really, the Yankees don't really do that well on their West Coast trips. I mean, as we saw by uh, getting swept by Oakland in the first three games of the West Coast trip. But they turned it around and changed their West Coast trip uh, traditions of not doing well. So it it ended pretty well. So uh, I'm happy about that.
2: Yeah, uh, I was adjusting to getting back to the college life, so it didn't really uh, render useless. I uh, the games I caught, I was able to stay up because I probably would be staying up late anyway. But I, I like I like West Coast trips because I like being able to watch meaningful stuff late at night. Because usually, the baseball that is on in the West Coast isn't really uh, very important right now because of the way the, the standings are set up.
0: Yeah, and. So, we started off at Oakland. Um, every, every time we go to Oakland, I always forget how annoying that place is. They always got, like, some sort of horn or, like, a bell. And it, it it's by far the most annoying, noise-wise, the most annoying stadium in, in the league.
2: I like it. I like the personality it ads. It's, like, unique to Oakland. And I actually am not annoyed by it. I I like to fall asleep to baseball games when I'm going to bed, and so Oakland, I can fall asleep to a home Oakland game, no problem.
0: Okay, unique doesn't always mean good, though.
2: <laughs> I lo- I love it. That's and it, it's also cool because everyone hates it. Like I think it's cool that it bothers everyone.
0: I just can't. I can't do it. Like it's just so annoying. Um, Nick, Nick, are you with me on this? Yeah, I watched the games with the audio muted. (laughs) (laughs) It's by far... It's just a horrible experience. Like, I'm trying to watch this. And I, like... And it's different, because, like... I like noise. So, like, if I'm watching, like, a soccer match... And, like... You know how soccer... They have... All, like, constant chants and constant songs... I'm cool with that because it doesn't sound as just annoying and pointless. Like, it's not even like a clever chant or a clever noise. It's just loud. Like, you remember in Dumb and Dumber where where he goes, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Like, it was just that constantly for nine innings. Um, so on top of that, so I, 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 we're staying up late, um, Luckily I was off of work thank god Uh this was I work at a school so We, w- we were on break at the time Um uh, so I was Able to able to sleep whenever I Wanted to Uh we watched the series it's Annoying and then we get swept So we're st- I'm staying up we're Going to bed at like one thirty two In the morning and we're just Watching losing baseball Which, which is yeah. the worst thing That could have possibly happened Um
2: Especially if Homer Bailey is handing you losses with <laughs> each strikeout, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that he was even functional. I thought he was terrible. Now,
0: and he kind of is. <laughs> yeah, like he was not good with the Royals. He was not um, not great with them. Um, but then we move out of Oakland and we go to uh, we go to LA to play the Dodgers. Um, a lot of people think. That this is like a was like a world series preview um and just like the past two world series the dodgers just couldn't couldn't win it um one thing that was interesting was the jerseys we it was players' weekend so it was the black and white jerseys. There were a lot. There were a lot of players that were trashing the jerseys. Now I'm gonna say right now, I love Players Weekend. I love the whole idea of it. But I was not a fan of the black and white thing. I think teams should be allowed to design their own. Um, I actually liked the black ones. Like I was into I the black too. ones. The yeah, white really ones nice. were so bad. It, it was just gross. <laughs>
2: And also, the pitchers the, weren't allowed to wear the white hats, so it looked messy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't fit. So, like, if you're if not every player on your team is even allowed to wear the uniform, then don't make it the uniform. It was, and you, Kike, uh, Kike Hernandez puts pine tar on the okay. helmet. Like a lot of players, Kevin Euculus did it a lot, um, former Yankee legend. Um, it looked so gross. Like it looked like he face planted into like mud or something.
1: Yeah, he, he kind of tried too hard to make it look different.
0: Yeah, he was he was not he was he was just trying to change the color of the jerseys.
2: See what? Speaking of the jerseys, though, it was just the MLB wanting to make money. But if they want to make money at New Jerseys, they probably should make better jerseys. Because I don't know if anyone bought the white ones. The white ones were awful.
0: Awful. Like, uh, like I said, I'm a huge... I love black jerseys. They just... Yeah,
2: the black ones were cool.
0: Like, no, but, like, black in in general, black jerseys are, like, my favorite. So, like, the new Jets black jerseys, I think, are sick. The Nets have the best uniform in in basketball. You can't tell me I'm wrong on that. And the Islanders, when they had their black alternates, I loved them. Those are gross. You're so wrong. It's ridiculous. So... I, I I'm just a big fan of black jerseys, but I hated the fact that everyone had a black jersey. Like every away team had a black jersey. I hated that. Um. But but moving on from the the jerseys, it kind of had a playoff atmosphere. Um. It it wasn't a regular feeling, regular season game. Um. I think it it, it just the L A. New York dynamic. I think that'll happen whether both teams are are doing as well as they are or not but it certainly doesn't hurt that they're both playing very well um but we and uh go ahead
2: how about game one of the series even resembled the game one matchup of the world series if it gets that far for both teams it was paxton and ryu and ryu i think is the is the game one starter for the dodgers but Paxton has been pitching very well as of late. And if he he continues this, he could be there postseason game one starter.
0: Absolutely. The way he's been pitching, I know people are going to look at the rest of the season and, like, try to knock him down from it. But if he is as hot as he's been for the rest of the year, I don't think there's a question. But the the question goes in a game, too, because... I I still say you put Tanaka too, but you could make a case for Domingo. So so if the if let's say we're gonna make the assumption that Paxton is is gonna stay the season as dominant as he's been, who do you pitch in game two?
2: Probably Tanaka.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would I would still say Tanaka, and especially since Tanaka has been. Great in the postseason historically, so
1: he's got the experience.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I was just that,
2: gonna say he's got a good demeanor for the playoffs and no, no moments the big for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so m- moving on from the playoff, the- Bellinger, uh, we didn't even like. It's like we hardly saw him. He he was rendered like completely useless. Um. And I don't know if it was just a, a matchup thing. I don't know if it was just like every every player has a, a couple of bad games. But if the Dodgers are going to do anything in the postseason, Bellinger is going to have to be a part of it. So he's having an MVP type season. But if in pressure moments he doesn't perform, the Dodgers aren't aren't going to make the World Series for a third straight year. No comment on that?
2: <laughs> no, I, I still trust Bellinger. It, it's a long season, so uh, he, he could just be in a little bit of a slump, but uh, he's still up there in home runs. He's batting over 300, even though that is even less impressive because he used to be batting above 500 back in May. Or <laughs> above 400. Wow, not 500. He's batting above 400 in May. So um, kind of a fall, fall off there, but he's I think he'll win MVP.
0: Yeah, it, it'll either be him or Yelich, um, who we, we have a, a little story to talk about with him after. But one interesting thing that happened in the series was um, Didi was up to bat. Kershaw plunks him, not purposely, uh, right in, like, the shoulder blade. Like, full-on, like, right there on the shoulder. He got taken out of the game. I was not happy. I, I just I tweeted after that to plunk Kershaw. Um... <laughs> because you know it's it's uh it's the national league he he'll be up to bat so mike ford comes in <laughs> mike ford went off <laughs> mike ford hit a home run later in that game and then later in the west coast trip hit uh had a two home run game so mike ford is was just been on fire um and there's so many players that you look at That have been playing well that you're like if everyone comes back in come playoff time, they're not gonna be on the roster. So come playoff time. I don't think Mike Ford is Mike Ford's not gonna be on the playoff roster. It's crazy to think about. It's been such a weird year that the players that kept us afloat or or kept us winning are not either are either not going to be in the starting lineup or just straight up not even going to be on the roster. Well, that's a maybe
2: because just because it's the postseason doesn't mean injuries end. You could see uh, players get hurt, and we're going to need some some other reinforcement somewhere else. Like I'm not sure Stan may will even provide this postseason.
0: True, it's an if, but let's say. Um. And, and judging the way the season's gone, there will be an injury in the postseason. Uh, but let's say, it, if Stanton comes back, so we're talking playoff time, you're probably putting Stanton in left. And then you put, let's say Hicks comes back, you put Hicks in center, Judge at right. Then you probably go DJ at third, Didi in short, Glaber at second, Void at first. And then you DH Conacion, so... Gio Urshela isn't in that lineup. Oof. Who, in terms of the year, if he had enough at-bats, he'd be competing for the batting title. So, yeah, it's it's a good problem to have because we just have so many good options. But it's still a problem. And, and I, I don't... Let's just say I don't get paid enough to make those decisions. But someone is not going to be on a playoff roster that you look at and say they deserve a uh, playoff roster spot just because of how deep we are. Um, But moving on from the Dodgers series, the Seattle series, I hated this. First of all, I hate that they changed the name from Safeco Field. Um... I'm not going to lie. I don't know what Safeco is. I don't know if that was like a company or something and they just lost the naming rights.
1: It's an insurance company.
0: Okay. That makes sense. But like mm-hmm. it an- annoyed me that they changed it to what is it now? T-Mobile? Yeah. That mm-hmm. bugs me. Physi- like I, I, I still I still call it Safeco. Um, but there's been mm-hmm. a lot of those recently where they just changed the names.
1: Honestly, I didn't even know it was T-Mobile Park. I thought it was still Safeco Field.
0: Yeah, they changed it. It's stupid. I mean, they they just changed uh, Denver Broncos. They just changed their name from Mile High. Like, stop it. Um, sure, they made a lot of money off of that, though. But in the Seattle series, really, the focus was all on Ford. Um, he just tore it up. He, unbelievable throughout the entire series, um... Like he he's been... He's slowed down a little bit. Obviously, he hasn't been playing as much. now that voice back. But... Um, he has been... He's been nice to have... Like, he just stepped up and really... Did the whole... Um, next man up mentality. So, moving on from the Seattle series. more uh, we, we come home and we play Oakland again. Um,
1: and we don't lose all three games this time.
0: This one was much more enjoyable than the other ones. You didn't have to hear the freaking horns... Uh, and we weren't losing at 10 p.m. So, uh, we went two out of three. Both of our wins come in walk-off fashion. DJ D- D- LeMayhew uh, hit a walk-off home run in, was it the 12th inning or the 11th? I think it was the 12th inning. Yeah, um, I think so. And then Little check. the next game, this one was nuts. So, we were already talking about how Ford has been Hot. <laughs> Gardner leads off the ninth inning.
1: Weren't they down four nothing in that game? At they were point? down
0: four nothing. Yeah. In the seventh, I believe.
1: With like one hit or something.
0: Yeah, we were it was getting like really weird. It was not a good game, and we just turn around. Gardner hits a lead off home run in the ninth to make it a tie game. We were it was we were down four three in the ninth. So Gardner leads off, hits a home run. It's four four. Mike Ford comes up, pinch hitting for Clint Frazier. We'll get to that. Um, Mike Ford, pinching for Clint Frazier, hits a home run. It it was just amazing. Um, so, before we move on to game three, I do want to talk about, um, Clint Frazier came back up. So, September call-ups came, so we got a bunch of call-ups. Um, I'm so happy that Clint is back, but... Just like I, I, I can't even I can't blame the broadcast team for it. But every single hit to him in the field is getting analyzed completely.
1: I mean it, it kinda should be with the way his yeah. uh his I mean, defense looks earlier in the year. I
0: said I can't blame that's why I said I can't blame him, but it's just kind of annoying.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean this this September call up is huge for him because <clears throat> This is a different Clint Frazier mentally and physically than what we saw prior to uh, him being demoted and then being thrown around on the trade block. Like, it was almost certain that Frazier was getting traded. Yeah. And now he has another chance to come up here and maybe prove that he deserves to be here. And if not, he's up here trying to sell himself to other teams. So he really needs to get it together and really use this month of opportunities in the outfield to cut, try to out there and left and enough to be able to be hidden out. But when you're such a liability with the worst defensive run save metric in all of baseball, which is really tough to do, yeah. that's, that's a it's a counting stat, and he, he hasn't been here in the majors very long. So, so despite playing a lot less games, he has a lot less he has the worst defensive run saves in the rest of the majors, which is embarrassing, honestly. Um, so he, he just needs to Maybe just more experience at the Major League level will help him. But this, this is a huge 30 days for my man Frazier.
0: And we all know what he could do offensively. Um, we all know his personality. Some of us hate it. I don't. <laughs> um, I know, Tim, I know you like it. But yeah, i um,
2: met him, and he's a nice guy.
0: Um But one interesting thing that happened was... In game three... Um... Boone went to Ryan Dahl... And Chance Adams in... Big spots in the game. Um... I just thought it was interesting... Because we were only down by four. Um... And when the Yankees are down... The Yankees can... Can score... Like six in an inning... Regularly. So... The see, I, I don't. I thought it was interesting because I I guess the bullpen was just completely unavailable that day, but I thought it was weird that that Dolan Adams, who came there that day, got the call in big spots as opposed to, like an Ottavino, a Britton, a Canely, um, or even like a Cortez. Um. So I did think that was weird. Did you guys think anything of that as it happened?
1: I mean maybe it was just to get them some experience right at the gate yeah with so the I'm yankees and like like prove that you should uh be here in big spots i guess but i didn't think too much of it at the time but hopefully they you know stay up here and do good
0: yeah um one thing about the whole september call up thing uh if you remember in the off season with when they were doing like the rules changes thing, um, yeah. if I'm not wrong, this is not this is the last year of it. Yeah,
2: or, you're gonna see 28 roster yeah. expand to
0: 28 next year. So yeah. and I'm so happy about this. So the roster it's not gonna be a 25 man roster. It's gonna be a 26 man roster. Um, and then come September, it doesn't expand to 40. It expands to 28 um which is so much better I th- like it just changes the whole game in September uh you're not you're not, it's, you're not play, playing if you're playing a losing team you may not even be playing major League talent um
2: like the, the Orioles or Detroit Tigers
0: exactly they're not gonna be playing they're gonna see what they got at that point they're so far out of it there's I mean, I guess there's still mathematically a chance, but it's just not going to happen. We all know it.
2: No, I think they've been eliminated.
0: Have they mathematically been eliminated? I didn't know anyone's been eliminated yet. Yeah, um,
2: six teams have been eliminated.
0: Oh, well, I'm just an idiot then, I guess. Um, all right. <laughs> I made a <laughs> mistake
2: earlier as well. I said that Frazier has the worst defensive run saved in the majors. That's not true. He has negative two, but his defensive run saved. Per year, what it would average out if you played a full season is negative twenty five. So that is the worst if you played a full season. Damn. Okay. I was I was half right.
0: All right, that's the 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 half that counts though, right? Yeah, it does. Um, where was I? What was I saying? I don't remember. Um, The forty main rosters. Oh yeah. So okay. So we're we're not gonna be playing. We're just, it's just going to be way more competitive in September, is what I'm trying to say. Because um, no, no one's going to send down their guys, just call guys up. Unless they want to be really nuts. Uh, but but moving on from that, uh, the Rangers series. Uh, the first game sucked. It was the first time we have been shut out in over 220 games. Um, so... I. <laughs> it was seven nothing to the Rangers which is just not what you want uh but every once in a while we're gonna have a game like that um, it was terrible uh come Tuesday Paxton pitches again looks great again uh seven innings one hitter um we win this game ten to one Edison Folquez who I forgot was in the league <laughs> huh. Got the star for the... Te- last time I remember, he was throwing no-hitters for the Marlins. Um, now he's
1: throwing one inning for the Rangers, then getting taking out. Taking
0: uh, out. Two innings, my man. Oh, uh, oops. <laughs> 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 so two innings for um Texas got out. Um, he, he even got the loss. It was 10-1 us. It was a great game. We exploded for six runs in the sixth. Um, Then we got two more. After that, um, it, it was another win for the, uh, another win for Paxton. And, it, I, I mean, it was just, that was a great game. I had fun with that.
1: He tied his season high in, uh, strikeouts with the 12.
0: Yeah, that have a, he, dude, the strikeout machine, um.
2: I do have a comment on, uh paxton this may be what we can credit to his success go ahead uh there's a lot of moving parts but pitchers learn pitches throughout the season mm-hmm. quite often and sometimes it can totally change their season like you see uh you darvish just learned a uh, a knuckle curve from kimbrell and it's helped him turn around his season and uh paxton hasn't Learned a new pitch, but he's using it a lot more. In the month of August, he's thrown. He has gotten a out with the knuckleball forty-two times in August and September. And you compare that to the rest of the season, he only got fifty-five outs. So, in a fraction of the season, he has upped his knuckleball, knuckle curve usage, and it has made a big difference for him because now he's able to use it for an out pitch. He got six outs with it against Texas. He got eleven outs with it against the Dodgers and uh, throughout the season prior to August, he really wasn't using it much at all.
0: Is it a knuckle curve? I thought it was just a curve.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little different grip. It's uh, We got StatCast listening as a knuckle curve, and you'll hear him talk about it sometimes. Okay.
0: My favorite pitcher of all time was Mike Mussina, so I'm a sucker for a good knuckle curve.
2: Um. Um, I learned the knuckle curve was a thing when Cliff Lee was throwing it in the 2009 world series and it was so devastating
0: and i just fell in love with cliff lee oh i love cliff lee i love so much i i I liked him uh when he was with cleveland um when it was him and cc
2: imagine
0: him and prime (laughs) cc bro how did they not do anything with that that's crazy Um, The
1: same way the Tigers did nothing with all those pitches. Oh my,
0: dude, like, it was ridiculous. I guess what we're learning is you can't build a team around pitching. Mets. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think that's all we've learned. But, like, Scherzer, Verlander, oh my goodness. Zimmerman, when he was good. Um, Price. (laughs) That team was crazy. Um,
2: Maglio Ordóñez.
0: Was he but, on that team? <laughs> I don't, but at least they went to the World Series. Yeah. They lost, but at least they went to it. Um. I lost where I was again. But okay. So we'll just. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Do it. I, oh, we were talking about Cliff Lee and stuff. Um. Do you remember he was with Seattle? I completely forgot that. I, I did not know he was with Seattle. Like, he was there for a little while. He was there after Cleveland and before Philly. Like, I didn't know there was any time in between there. Should have been a Yankee, but we'll talk about that later. Um. So, w- moving on from that game. Uh, On Wednesday. Oh, wait. Hold on. Before we move on. Frazier with a bullet throw. Just an absolute piss missile. It was wonderful. <coughs> That's got to be one of my favorite, like, my a few of my favorite things in baseball is a triple, and I love throws to home. Like, like, the Etrio throws and the Vladimir Guerrero throws, like, those are, those are so much fun to watch.
1: Do, do you remember when Aaron Hicks was on the Twins and threw out, like, Vernon Wells at third? Yes. At Yankee
0: Stadium? I remember that.
2: Or how about when uh he went this, was doing it every night? it seemed
0: like <laughs> he won- well that's because first of all, down remember- positioning yeah. exactly <laughs> <That's> like- <laughs> <laughs> he-, he had to make up for it but you remember that time where it went like under like the wall a little bit? yeah and, like he just didn't he just didn't he, he like just stopped and they were like the play is live. So he he just he took it and then he just slung it and got the guy out, dude. It was crazy. What what Cespedes was doing? And
2: a half miles an hour, for Frazier.
0: That's crazy. That's so Both. fast. He's just got to keep up with the defense, man. Yeah. Yeah, he is because the arm's obviously not the problem. So if you can get a fielder out there who's a decent fielder but has a great arm. That'll be. We'll ha- we'll have to have the strongest arm outfield in the league. You would think at that point, with Judge and Right, excuse me, and Hicks in Center, and then you and th- it- a Frazier who could do that. Like, we're up there in the league for strongest arms in the outfield, which is a a great thing to have in the postseason. But uh, Clint's, probably, Clint's probably not going to be on the postseason roster. Um, or if he is, he's not going to play any games uh, unless there's an injury. So, moving on from that Wednesday, uh, we get another win with the opener. Um, Chad Green goes two innings. Only goes two hits, uh, two hits four strikeouts. Um, we go up against uh, Yankees legend Lance Lynn. Who got the loss for Texas? Going uh, five innings, giving up five hits and three runs—a t- a typical outing for him at Yankee Stadium. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so, still so bitter about that trade. Like that's the one Cashman move that I just I didn't understand at the time, and I hate even more now. Like I, first of all, I miss Tyler Austin. Um, I loved him so much, even though he, if he were still on the team, he'd probably still be in the minors. Well, the, well, September call up, he'd be up. But so moving on to the Boston series. Um, first game. Uh, these are all expected. These haven't been announced yet, obviously. But uh, it's gonna be Herman uh, versus Price. Herman obviously has been our best pitcher this year. Um, leads to the team and wins. Does he still lead the league and wins? If he doesn't, he's up there. Um, we're going up against Price, who historically has not been good against the Yankees. Um, he's going to have to go up against Gary Sanchez again. Um, he's throwing a 4.28 ERA this year. Um, but, Boston—it's weird because, like, you see us playing Boston and how how far back they are, uh, and you figure we should win the series. But what I've always noticed in every sport, basically, is for some reason, when it comes to rivalries, like records just don't matter.
2: Like, like New uh, England Patriots and the Dolphins. Exactly. Are terrible when they play <laughs> Miami.
0: It just uh, there's just some times we where, where teams either they'll just have another team's number, like Detroit for some reason does against us, or it's just rivalry, so it's like skill of the team doesn't even matter. Uh-huh. It's just like a close game every time. Um But then we, we have uh in the next in game two we don't know who, who will go for Boston yet, but whoever it is will be going against Hap. Um, yeah. Historically, Hap has been good against Boston. Um, except for one game. Except for one game, which was a bit of an important one. Um, but he hasn't been great this year. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but let's just hope he could go back to be in the half that, that does very well against Boston. Um, I can't believe I'm about to say this. But uh, former Cy Young Award winner Rick Porcello, um, is going up against. Knot. He should should not have won the Cy Young Award that year. Like this isn't just me being, oh, he's from Boston. I don't like him. He should not have won the Cy Young Award. That should have been Verlander that year. Um, but as we've been saying, how how poorly. Boston has, has done this year, how far back they are. They're 7-3 in the last 10, so recently they've been playing well. Granted, they haven't played great teams. Uh, They played San Diego, they played Colorado, they played the Angels, and then the good team they did play was Minnesota. So, what do you guys want to see out of this series?
2: Uh, stay healthy, treat it like a playoff series, but also... The Yankees have been able to use Boston as a springboard and do really good baseball play. Mm-hmm. And they don't really they, – they're not struggling right now, the Yankees, but they could use this maybe as one of their final jumping off points to really be firing all cylinders into the postseason. And also it's going to be fun to just see this expanded roster because uh, we'll see what the future kind of holds, what's, what's brewing down in that farm system. But also one thing to point out is Rick Porcello, he, out of all the qualified starters, he has the worst ERA. People who qualify for the ERA title,
0: you know, 5.63. Yeah, and Porcello has not been good this year. Um, and it's really one of the things that I, I think hurt Boston the most um, in, in terms of this year. But as you said, historically throughout this season... There were two series this year where Mm -hmm. we were playing poor baseball and then we played Boston and we sprung board and then we went on to good runs. Um, We are not playing poor baseball right now, but one thing to think about is, I don't know about you guys, but I think we, I don't want to say desperately need, but it would be a huge advantage if we get home field against Houston. Yeah. Um we haven't lost a home series since April. Just um,
1: against the White Sox in the second week.
0: I thought it was I think it was against Detroit. I I, think, I saw the White Sox, but uh, either way
1: definitely, since the probably. Since the second week of April they haven't lost the home series.
0: Yeah. So we are just great right at home. If and you the, remember the, back uh,
2: different the Oakland series is where Ex-
0: yeah, I mean well for I don't know if like Oakland's our problem, but um we haven't been great when we've gone there um ever. <laughs> so I think it might be the horns, those so annoying. Um But so so if we get home field against Houston, now granted we have to beat someone else before we play them. So we can't just look over the ALDS. And but, also, the
1: Astros might not even get to the ALCS.
0: True. You never know. That would be yeah. crazy. Well, who would... Okay, so we would play... They would play Minnesota? Or, yeah, or Cleveland, we, right? right? Whoever Right now, they play
1: either Cleveland or Minnesota, and the Yankees would play the wild card winner.
0: Yeah, which right now, the wild card is the Rays, and whoever, the other one between Minnesota and Big Rays one. and A's. Oh really?
2: Yeah, I think the A's are gonna win that wild card game. I think the Yankees are playing the A's in the uh, in the ALDS.
0: Yeah. God, imagine those horns. Like, do they yeah, I, do they get bigger? <laughs> do they do they get bigger in the postseason? Maybe there's just more of them. Who would you rather? Would you rather play Oakland or, or Tampa? I would rather play Tampa. Tampa. Like, we're like their, We're like their dad. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't want to watch two West Coast games. If it goes to five.
0: You would think that they would... But they would make it a, a better start time.
2: It would probably oh, yeah. be like at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock.
0: Yeah, so start time wouldn't be bad. Yeah. And we'd have a travel day, which I think would make it better. Um, In terms of the team's performance. So... I think it would be better than obviously. I don't think we'd get swept in an ALDS against Oakland. That's what I'm saying. God, Um, I hope not. I don't even want to think about that. That would make this whole season seem like a colossal waste. Like I just (laughs) wouldn't even want to think about it. Um,
2: Hey, what? What about? uh, What if they lose in in four?
0: I am gonna consider this season a failure. If we don't make it till at least game seven of the ALCS. Yeah.
2: Well, what I'm trying to get at here is what if the Yankees lost at seven in an ALDS series where it was extended to seven? Because I think that five games for the ALDS is way too short.
0: I agree yeah. with you. I hate if it. If they lost
1: in seven, I wouldn't be as mad. It'd still be yeah. mad. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I cannot stand. Um, the same thing with the one car, one game wild card. Um, I don't like it um but l- let's let's move on from that we'll go on to uh around the horn which is a segment where we go around the league um and look at stuff that doesn't necessarily uh involve the Yankees so the first thing was um Ben Zobras finally returned we talked about this a little earlier in the year where it's strange because Ben Zobris took uh like time off. Like, walked away from baseball for a little bit because at first it looked like he was going through divorce. Turns out he took, which I thought was weird. I was like, can't, like, your lawyers handle that? Turns out what it was was he wanted to work it out. Um, so he, I guess he did. It took a while, but he worked it out. Um, his wife, who presumably is a singer, he comes back and he used her, one of her songs as his walk-up song. Um, it was just weird. It's like not something I've ever seen before or, or heard of. Where, where it takes off so much time of the season. Um, yeah. In in a, in a, on a Cubs team that's good, that you would think would be even in a would be in a better spot in terms of playoffs if he were on the team the whole year. Um, especially since he could play damn near any position. Uh, but but Tim, you know about this more than I would. Um, so what do you think about the whole Ben Zobrist return to the Cubs?
2: Well, yeah, as your residence Cub fan, uh, <clears throat> first of all, him coming back to the lineup is huge. Not only as a veteran, he was the world series MVP in 2016. Uh, he's huge for the clubhouse, but he, he, he can lead off for a team that doesn't really have a true leadoff hitter and really work good deep counts. He hits the ball all over the field. He's kind of a different hitter than the rest of the eight guys that the Cubs can roll out there every night that are pretty much home run double strikeout guys with some walks worked in there and hit by pitches if you're Rizzo. Uh, so his bat just completely changes the complexity of the lineup. And uh, he can he can play all over the field, which Madden loves to execute that uh, versatility. So I'm glad that everything worked out for him, and I'm glad he's back to baseball. But it's a fortunate... That had to happen and it's unfortunate for his family it was so public as well uh, but I'm just glad to have him back in that lineup
0: yeah and I know he has kids I, I don't know how old they are but I think they're young but if they're like old enough to to see everything that would be horrible like imagine going through like your parents are, are maybe getting divorced and like a bunch of people from Chicago are yelling at Zobrist in a Chicago accent To get back on the field. Do you remember? Who was it? Um, Daniel Murphy. He missed... I don't know if it was the first two games of a season. But it was early in the season. Where he missed two games. Because he was giving... uh, Well, he wasn't, obviously. But his wife was giving birth to a kid. And (laughs) fans were getting all on top of him. For missing two games. It's like, I gotta be there for my wife. It's it's ridiculous how how much fans would criticize a player for taking time off for something that isn't injury related, even though it's like a proper excuse. Um, but moving on to something more, I don't want to say upbeat, but it's funny. So, um, the Astros have a prospect. I can't. All I know, I can't remember which team it was, but the two team names, we, we t- I think we talked about before how much we love like minor league team names, uh, it was the Woodpeckers going up against the Wood Ducks, uh, <laughs> which it's just a great, it's just great, <laughs> but I don't know which one it is, but one of them is an Astros affiliate, uh, so an Astros prospect hit a home run, um, runs the bases, blah, 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 blah. blah. But he, he screwed up a part with the whole running the bases thing because he didn't step on home plate and he got called out. So, and they ended up losing the game. So, I how do you not touch home plate?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that as you're saying it. I didn't see this, but that's like pretty much the whole.
0: How do you like, not touch home the plate? the
2: thing you're thinking about. Yeah.
0: Like, how do you do the trot without touching the base? Like, first of all. That's gonna be the most satisfying part of the whole thing, um, but I mean, like, did he like jump over it in like celebration? Did yeah, he, he kind of like he kind of like did a little hop and just missed. <laughs> That's so funny. First of all, I think so. You know how like in walk offs when like. Um, when like the usually the guy throws the helmet in the air and then he gets trampled by his teammates. First of all, there's no way an ump can see if he touched the plate, right? But second off, I think celebrations should be better there. Like they stylize the bat flips. Let's stylize that. Like you remember when Prince Fielder did it, and he like jumped and like stomped, and all the players around the plate fell.
2: Yeah, kind of like uh, NFL celebrations.
0: Yeah, it was like it was one of the coolest things I have ever seen. First of all, I miss Prince Fielder so much. Me too. Um, but that I just that has to come back. It, it really was the only Fielder that did that. Um, and just a reminder, kids, to touch home plate because you could screw your team over. And this was a minor league playoff game, so oh. it makes it a little bit. Uh, heavier, and if you want to get called up to the Ashes, who are a good team, you're gonna to have to make good decisions. Um, but moving on from that, this is th- this is more upbeat in, in a fun way. Michael Lorenzen, first player since Babe Ruth, exclusive company, to earn a win, hit a home run, and play the field in the same game. And he did it before Otani, and I'm so happy. Um, I mean, Otani barely plays the field. He could be has
2: an above average outfielder, I think.
1: Has he ever Currently, played the field? He Not in the MLB, I think.
2: No, he hasn't in the MLB, but he could play. They say he could play. Uh, is And I say they. A different podcast I listen to says that he could play definitely an above average outfield if the whole uh, pitching thing doesn't work out. He could play outfield at an above average level. Um. I'm currently wearing a Shohei Otani t-shirt jersey, so no slam <laughs> Otani, please. Whoa. Are you
0: serious? Say. No. Like, yes. Overhyped and harsh and harsh should have won. Like I was excited when he was coming to the league, and I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. That's sick. Like and I like I okay, it hurt me when he didn't sign with us, but I was like, whatever. It'd still be cool to see, it. and he's playing with Trout. That's going to be a fun team to watch. Um, they finally the Angels finally gave Trout someone to play with I mean they gave him pool holes but other than that um, just Upton yeah but that was later in, in Upton's like it wasn't when Upton was prime Upton first of all has BJ Upton played when's the last time he's played where's he at now is he still weak
2: all I all I want to know is how is it Otani's fault that he got voted? It's not his. It's not, he didn't vote. He
1: You're right about that. Yeah, it's not he his fault, but I football. still don't like him about it.
0: Exactly. He's you can't like not
2: him. like him. He's a, he's a legend already.
0: Is he though? Because first of all, he gets Tommy John surgery. We talked about how could he possibly be rehabbing it correctly if he's swinging a bat? He can't.
1: He's ruining his arm.
0: Exactly. He came a, in as a he's pitcher. A,
2: he's a way above average. You guys, are, you guys do not want him to be a full-time hitter. I promise you
0: that. Well, here's he what I'm saying.
2: One, the, he is one of the best hitters in the majors.
0: Here's what I'm saying. Wait, when what? he was first coming in, he was like, he was coming as a pitcher who could hit. Is basically how he was like marketed. But it seems to be the other way around. He seems to be a guy who yeah. could hit better than he could pitch. Yeah. So, I think, I think they no, should I, drop I, I, the whole I think pitching that thing. You
2: guys are being skewed by him not doing both right now. He,
0: I don't think you should ever do both. I think it will screw he, up his entire career.
2: No, he has a career one thirty four OPS plus already, and thirty eight home runs. Exactly, he can games. hit.
0: Can you tell me what and he does yeah. pitching wise? So his let stats him stats are hit.
1: also inflated.
2: Let me, let me, let me pull up his freaking pitching.
0: Well, he can't unli- bid unli- because unli- he unli- turned his un- arm un- after like a few months because you can't do both at a high level without getting yes, without just destroying your arm. It's just not going to uh, work.
2: A 3.31 ERA.
0: Yeah, it's great uh, when he, it his, lasts. His
1: his pitching last year was good. Yeah, I admit that. So is his hitting? Yes, yes it win. was. This, Correct. No, I know but this is this is my problem with him winning the rookie of the year. It's not like he pitched 20 games and was good for all of them.
0: He also got hurt and his missed a record, whole bunch of the time. His
1: rec- that's also another thing. His record was 4-2 with a three thirty one ERA. You got to pitch more than that. He started 10 games. That's not enough to be considered an amazing pitcher and hitter, and this is a, a milestone. It's like Michael Lorenzen pitches and hits all the time. <laughs> And now pitchers do that all the time.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't do it that well.
0: Pitching, t- one but four.
1: pitching, pitching ten, t- four and two. That's I mean, that's not that much better. That's only three more, like three more wins, two less losses. It's not that great. He should I'm not just, have won. He should be first rookie off, of the year for his he pitching. He had a three
2: point nine WAR. What was what was Andujar's last year?
1: I don't Probably know. better. I'm I'm gonna find that now. I'm um, gonna say
2: it's way worse than I bet you. Andujar's war was like one
0: point three. First of all, you
1: said wait. You said Otani's was three point nine last year.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. War. Here's His
2: the War thing. was last year's war was two point two, significantly better.
0: But he played so much less. Yeah, Still
2: like, had more and war and
0: than du- exactly. That's my problem. Every
1: game that's inflated. He, played, he
2: and, played every game and he played it. Worse than Otani played. His
0: well, his WAR got hurt because of his defense.
2: Yeah, well, defense matters, and Andrus was
0: awful. Well, I don't see Otani out there diving yes. for balls. <laughs> I, I see
2: him. Getting <laughs> I can't
0: even see him on the field because he can't. He can't play the field because he's, he's he, his arm can't handle. it.
1: He shouldn't be swinging right now. Or he, he should have been. Or he should
0: be hitting, and he should never pitch again.
2: He should, uh, he can, he should do both as long as he can, because he's going to be very good at both.
0: No, he's not. He'll be yes, very... Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll correct myself. He will, for a very short amount of time. before You his, guys are scared. Before his are aunt,
2: so scared of my boy
0: Otani. I am not scared of the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> so scared of I don't think we will ever play him in a meaningful game if he doesn't sign with another team. If he stays with the Angels, yeah. we're never going to play him in a meaningful game. It just won't happen.
1: Another problem I had with him was his reason for going to the Angels. He's like, I don't want to go to a big market team that then signs on the team that's in LA. Well, LA. Well, the second LA. And, well,
2: it's Anaheim.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it's called, their team name is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, but LA. And he's playing with the best player in the MLB. Like, come on. <laughs> that's not a small market team. You guys are so scared.
2: Scared of my boy Otani. I, I won't be scared because he can't pitch right now. <laughs> he'll pitch next year, and he's gonna he's gonna be so good. If
0: he, he makes it through spring training,
1: this, he should have waited this year so he can be healthy to pitch as early as possible next year. All right. he will
2: be able to pitch next year, and he'll be able to hit well too. He's going to be an above average pitcher and a top twenty hitter.
1: Well, he wasn't an above average pitcher <laughs> in my eyes last year enough to win the rookie of the year.
0: Um okay, let, let's move on to something we could all agree on, and that is wait, that wait,
2: well let me just reiterate the fact that he had more than a full war. A full win more than uh Andrew Hart. Three point nine to two point
0: two. He also okay, played those, in a those bunch three point, those, I don't
1: those three point nine wins didn't really matter
2: much to the Angels though. So. Oh that doesn't that is not we are we are saying who is the best rookie? Rookie of the year. Who's the rookie and, of the year? Andrew,
0: Andrew. Har. Okay, let's move on. Should
2: have
1: been
0: too
2: hard.
0: No, (laughs) we spent too much time on this segment. (laughs) (laughs) Christian Yelich, um, Christian Yelich, uh, did the whole ESPN body shoot, right? Um, and some girl named Roxanne, some like older lady named Roxanne, um, tweeted about it. Goes, you're. Supposed to be a role model for children. How could you do that? Blah 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 blah. When in reality, who cares? Um. You couldn't see anything. It was just like leg, and then he writes back, "Relax, Roxanne." And then his next game, his walk-up song is Roxanne, and I, I just, I right then I tweeted a. Christian Yelich is now a two-time MVP, so uh, what do you guys think of the boy Christian Yelich taking 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 a little bit of a, a shot back on Twitter?
2: Yeah, uh, that's good for the game because it got some publicity for Major League Baseball. It uh, did. I thought it was funny. Like when I saw that, I wanted to tell people about it, but like people don't. None of my friends get baseball at all. So trying to explain walk-up songs and the body issue and the, everything in one, it just wouldn't—it just wouldn't be worth it. The body issue
0: is one of the weirder things that happens every year.
2: Yeah, except for when Prince Fielder's in it. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> it's just like—it's just strange. Like, cause, like, why? Like, who reads that? Like, who's, like, ah, the body issue's out. I have to go get it.
2: A swimsuit issue for Sports Illustrated. Same thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, like, weird. I, I just, I don't know. It's strange. I, I don't get it. Um, I don't get why sports, uh, like, media feels the need to make the players naked all the time.
2: Money.
1: Basically.
0: I don't know. I'm not buying it. You know, I just, it's just not going to happen. Um, so moving on from that. Uh, all right, Tim, you wrote this. So tell me what you were referring to.
2: My computer's dead. What did I
0: write? <laughs> you wrote Mike Trout reminder as the goat.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, we, sh- we should always just remind ourselves how good Trout is. Even though oh, yeah. it's in the juice ball era. era. It is the juice ball error, too. I guess that was an accidental pun. But, I man's got career high in home runs. He's consistently. He's got, uh, I think mean, he's like fifth in career OPS. F- fifth in career OPS plus. Maybe he he's a legend. Had
0: a, he had a long one today.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Number
0: 45. Um, yeah. Tied Pete Alonso, thank God. Yeah. Well, I don't care if Pete Alonso leads the league. I just don't want him to get to 52. Yeah. Yeah. If he yeah. gets the 51 and no one else gets the 51, they be like, ah, that's cool. Good for be him. pretty funny. But I just don't want him to, to break uh, Judge's record. Um, well, while, while I was speaking on the Mets, um, what day was it that this happened? I don't remember the exact. Two days day. ago? Two days ago. So today's Thursday. Tuesday. So Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, I can't believe I had to talk that out. Um, the Mets were up by six runs. Um in the ninth inning. In the- <laughs> uh Edwin Diaz comes in. Alright, it's light out time, boys. Uh relieved that. the year last year. Um you know, it's just it's Edwin Diaz. I mean, he's 25, 24? I don't know. Uh one season wonder. He's really good. Comes in. Right, they had to give up Kalenic to get him. What does he do? He blows a six run lead. Um the Nats win. Eleven to ten. Um, interesting set about this: the Mets. This is so cool. <laughs> the Mets were a hundred and six and O when leading by. Oh, oh yeah, eight hundred six. I'm sorry, that was a big mispronunciation. Eight hundred six and O when leading by six or more runs in the ninth, and the Nets were 0 and seven hundred seventy five when trailing by six or more runs in the ninth or later. And and they could just all both notch a, a one into those scenarios. I don't know what other teams would look like in that scenario, but I can't imagine there being many that's that's one of the most amazing comebacks I ever heard. Like, yeah, the Yankees came back what was it, from nine down? Um, against Boston. Thanks. Oh, I that. Almost <laughs> almost all to Nick Swisher. Um but that wasn't in the ninth. It wasn't a one inning thing. We took a, a few innings to do it. Um, it's just, it's one of the crazy. It's got to go. So, in terms of games of the year, do you rate that higher or do you rate the game that we played Minnesota as higher?
2: Minnesota is better.
0: You think that yeah, was better? Yeah, I think Minnesota was better. Um, I can see. I can see kinda of both sides to it. It's in terms of um comeback wise, I think you gotta give it to the Nationals. But I think the reason I would put the Minnesota and Yankees game is because they kept ping ponging back and forth every inning. Uh and, and while while the Nationals it all happened in one inning. Um But but moving on from that, Tim, you, you just mentioned how um the juice balls with Mike Trout. And I wanted to say that it has not been said by MLB yet, or I guess proven in quotation marks that there have been juice balls. Well, listen to this. So the AAA games have started using major league balls. Um, in 2018, when they used the older minor league balls, there were, uh, 3,652 home runs hit. Uh, They switched to Major League balls. It goes up to 5,749. So, something's happening here, and the only difference, they didn't make the field smaller, but the only thing that got changed was the balls. So, I don't think there's any argument with the balls being juiced.
2: No, I think the MLB did prove the balls are different. It's just now we're waiting on why or how it happened.
0: Yeah, I think well, because they own Rollings, yeah,
2: they use Rollings
1: baseballs,
0: and they use rolling baseballs. I think what's different they, is the seams are lower. I think is what happened, right?
2: The ball, the ball is wound tighter. Yeah, seams are lower. Seams are seams are tighter as well. So that makes them lower, and also so that makes less drag on the ball when it's going through the air but also the core in the middle. I don't know if anyone's ever unwound a baseball, but there's a little uh, core, plastic core in the middle, Mm -hmm. and there's usually a deviation in how centered it is in the baseball. Like, it kind of is a little bit skewed to the right, left, up, or down. But now the technology, I think, has gotten precise enough where it's right in the middle every time, so there's no wobble on the baseball what's going through the air. That increases the aerodynamic because it's uh, perfectly – weighted there's no um it's not it's not loaded on either way because of where the cork is so that's one of the, the reasons but i also think that mlb um purposely made the ball wound tighter changed the process a little bit because home runs sell and this is has uh, been a very exciting major league season even though it's disheartening because now a lot of these home run numbers like jorge soler's 40 which broke a franchise record it all kind of seems skewed to me Everyone's hitting 20 home runs. Uh, like, Rooted Odor has a 53 weighted runs created plus, which is like, that is historically bad. Historically bad. I can't even, like, I don't even know why the guy's in, in the majors, but it's because he's hitting 20 home runs this year. No one who has a sub 80 WRC plus should be in the lineup. Because he has 20 home runs, he, you can keep him around in Texas.
0: And one thing, you just brought up how everything gets skewed now. You can't go back. Because if you go back and you make this a year where everything is different, and then go back to the old ones, it just screws everything up.
2: Uh, I mean, this is kind of like the steroid era all over again.
0: Exactly. But but they can't go back. I think if, if you want baseball to be a home run the more have more home runs i don't care but you can't do it and then change your mind and have one year where it's like no one's stats count in terms of records
2: yeah it's tough it is kind of upsetting
0: um uh, but i mean the, the, joe tory i don't i can't remember if we talked about this but Justin Verlander was heard in the dugout um, talking, I believe, to Garrett Cole uh, at the All-Star game. Um, th- he made some comments about the juice balls. He said it was like, "There's no doubt that they're juiced or whatever." And he said that he got grilled by Joe Torre on it. Oh yeah. Um, which is weird. I mean, if you're juicing the balls or changing them. And a pitcher is complaining about it, then you should have told them that you were gonna do it. Um, so th- that's just that's just um a a thought because there's, I don't think there's any way that MLB how quickly, is.
2: How quickly do you think we'll notice if the balls go back to normal?
0: I think within the first month. Yeah, um, it wasn't
1: like in April. Wasn't, like, the record broke for most home runs, like, to start the year? Or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, <laughs>
0: um,
1: I also have one other thing. Go ahead. About uh, the juice balls. Ronald Torres has 11 home runs in the minors this year. And in the last, like, three years, let's see, 2015, he hit none. 2016, he hit One. Right, yeah, one, In <laughs> twenty seventeen he hit three, and none in twenty eighteen. Jesus,
2: so I uh, he's a he was a Rochester Red Wing, and I saw him. He was batting ninth for that team, and one game I was at, he hit two home runs in one game.
0: Jesus, batting
2: ninth.
0: Um, is he not on that team anymore? Yeah, he he's he, yeah, he's oh, still man. there. Okay. Um, no home runs in his last ten games. Only one RBI. Season's over, right? Yep. My league season's over. Um, So let's move on, to, and we'll end this off with um, a bunch of Yankees news. So um, it's a few injury things. Urshela is expected to be back um, sometime in this Boston series. So it'll be good to have him back. Um, how? I can't even... He hasn't been hurt that long. When was... When did he get hurt? Was it the Oakland series? Oakland. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so he got hurt then. So he hasn't been gone that long, thankfully. Uh, we don't need that many. Like, like our biggest guy when the injuries came is now injured. Um, we did just recently break the record for most uh, injured players in a season. And we have the are tied for the best record in the league, which is... Crazy to think about. Um, Sevy is on his way back. He made a rehab start. Pitching two innings. This was his second rehab start. Um, and he's scheduled to have another one. Tomorrow. Uh, and hopefully he'll go three innings. Um, according to Boone. Uh, Stanton is gaining momentum. Uh, towards a return. Uh, he's going to rehab in Tampa. Sant's been held to only nine games this year. Um and in those nine games he has one homer. Uh I was at that game. Um I can't remember if we were playing Boston or Blue I think we were playing Boston. Uh and he hit <coughs> a rocket. Do you guys remember that home run? He hit it so hard and so far. It, it was one of the long- I think it was the longest home run I've ever seen live. Um So he'll he'll be back soon, which is gonna be crazy. Um, And Duhars begun a light throwing routine. He's not coming back this year, but it's just something to keep an eye on, see if anything comes up again. Um, Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery, you remember him? (laughs) Uh, He's pretty good. He's he's good. So he could um, having him back could could really help us. Um, I don't know if he comes back this year, uh, but he pitched one and two thirds innings for Scranton, uh, gave up one earned run, struck out three through 35 pitches, 24 of them are strikes. Um, it was his second rehab appearance. They've left the door open to him coming back in September. Uh, but like I said, I don't, I'm not getting my hopes up for it. I just, I don't think it'll happen. Uh, that's all according to Randy Miller of uh, NJ.com. Um, and then one thing, I was in class. Classes started for me this week. Um, and I have my iPad where I take all my notes, and I still I was watching the game uh, in math the other day. And then I see Ken Giles. We had a Ken Giles deal that fell through at the trade deadline. Um, we were going to acquire Ken Giles for three prospects, Uh, We don't know who the prospects were or uh, why it fell through. The only thing I can think of is he's been hurt. So maybe it was like he failed a physical or something. Or uh, we just had injury concerns and it felt it that way. Uh, Maybe the Blue Jays just changed their mind and didn't want to give us a reliever that they thought could help us. Um, But he's only made one appearance since the trade that line. And it wasn't a good one. Uh, he gave up the winning home run uh, on the opposite side of Justin Verlander's no-hitter um, in the ninth inning. And I got to say, I know Ken Giles had a good year, but with everything that we as Yankee fans have saw, I don't want Ken Giles pitching in a big spot for us.
2: Yeah, he's not uh doesn't have the Yankee way. Man's bonkers.
0: Yeah, man is nuts. <laughs> Man punched himself in the face. That was funny. That was so we- like he was, he's nuts. So I I cannot see him ever being. A, it just wouldn't make sense. Um, he's a lot like Craig Kimbrell in where, I just don't trust him in a big spot. Um. So uh, I, I kind of want to say so people were given uh, Cashman. Trash for not getting at least a reliever. If he wasn't going to get a, a starter, he tried. You can't say he didn't try. Um, but with the relievers that we do have, Aroldis Chapman is having an incredible year. Um, he won reliever of the month for the month of August. He just won it recently before that. Uh, I don't. I, it wasn't. The month before. I know Canely just won one recently. Um, But Chapman has been so good this year. Um, And it was reported earlier in the season. By... Was it Ken Rosenthal? Um, I can't remember who it was. Um, Reported that he wasn't going... He was going to opt out of the deal. Uh, He then refuted the claims. So I'm just saying... I don't want Chapman to leave this team.
1: Yeah, it, he's been he's been big for us, and hopefully he can be big in the postseason. And uh, I seeing him, who else would be our closer.
0: I don't like, even want to think about it. I, I, it's had, Chapman. We had
1: Batansis for a while, and but like when I think of Yankees closer right now. I think of Rivera for all the times, but the last few years it's been Chapman, and I don't want to think of anyone else right well, now. Let's
2: just hope he doesn't need to pitch more than twenty pitches in the playoffs each game. I Yeah, Joe. You, yeah, as Joe Madden. As, as long as he stays under twenty, he's fine. I saw it firsthand. Keep <laughs> him under twenty. Keep him under twenty.
1: Yeah. And not in two innings either.
2: Not two. Oh my God! Don't push him for two innings. <laughs> That's the worst oh. idea. <laughs>
1: Um, I, I honestly thought he wasn't going to be that good for the Yankees when Joe Madden destroyed him.
0: Honestly, Joe Madden, for as good as he is and as creative as he can be, makes some questionable decisions. Yeah. Like that one. The, okay, Tim, does he get fired?
2: Uh, I don't think he'll be here next year.
0: His contract's not up, though. So think, yeah, he'd I have to be fired.
2: His up. His, I think his contract's up.
0: Yeah, doesn't oh, is it is end it?
1: like this season?
2: Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't think he gets re- resigned. No way. Do you no see anywhere, him managing okay. anywhere else after this?
2: Yes, I do. Because teams like to hire people who have experience. So I think Joe Girardi will also manage again one day.
0: Well, the Mets need someone because I don't think there's any way Mickey Callaway stays. So I think, I I think it would be good for Girardi to go there. But I could see Joe Madden ending up. There.
2: My God, Madden with the Mets would be hilarious.
0: <laughs> but who else needs a manager? I don't know. We'll usually find that out in the offseason. Yeah. Um, so you saw this, Tim. Um, you saw some Derek Jeter slander. And he he's the one who, who made me fall in love with baseball. So what did they say, and who do I have to punch?
2: I thought you guys saw this. Um, someone tweeted out how Derek Jeter was overrated, and uh, it was mostly concerned with like how, how poor his defense was based on defensive metrics today. Um, how he was mostly a singles hitter. Uh, I just I do stats for any anything they want, and that's kind of the bad part of these advanced stats. Derek Jeter was definitely not like the best player of all time, but he's a very special player in MLB history, especially in Yankee history. He leads in so many categories for a very historic franchise. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't think people get this, but everyone knows that Mike Trout's a better player than Jeter. It's just that uh, they can have different um, impacts on teams. It doesn't matter if Trout is way better. There are some people who do think Derek Jeter is a better player than Trump, though, which is kind of crazy.
0: And I'm... Okay, like I said, Derek Jeter is my favorite of all time. He's what, yeah. He got me into baseball. Um, I don't even think he was the best player on that team.
2: Yeah, exactly. But it's just that people but just like he, to cause fights on Twitter.
0: I he think was he was the most important player, player on that team. And I, I want to say that I. people have this weird thing where they... Th- they say like someone will say, "This guy's my favorite player," and they'll go. But well, wait, wait, this guy's better because of these numbers. Your favorite player doesn't have to be the best player. Look, I'll, like, I'll give you an example. I'm an Islanders fan. When everyone thinks of the Islanders right now, they think of Matt Barzell. My favorite player is not Matt Barzell; it's Jordan Everly. So, you your favorite player doesn't have to be your best player. That well, for that's like they'll go. Uh, uh, I'm a Yankees fan, and they'll go. Well, your favorite player is Judge, right? And then they'll be like, Well, no, actually, my favorite player is Gardner because of just the sentimental with how long he's been here and blah 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 blah, and how he was like the guy after Jeter left, and and then they'll like freak out. They'll be like, What? Gardner sucks. What do you mean? Exactly. Your favorite player doesn't have to be the best statistical player. And I I don't know where... When that got switched where people got, like, mad about that. But, like, okay, Tim, who's your favorite player right now in the Yankees? Gleyber Torres. Yeah. (laughs) Who, I might say, do you think he ends up better than Judge? Because I, I can't see... I think he might end up being better than Judge.
2: No, I, we we need a full season of Judge before we start saying stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I just really I think Gleyber is something was a, special. A very
2: high, He was a high prospect coming up, but that's different than Judge. true. Torres. It's it's they're different players.
0: I but I think I think Gleyber's something special. It's like but, something yeah. crazy good.
1: Gleber has the years. Yeah, he's I, got more time to be
0: a yeah, I, I'm just, I'm in awe of Glaber. Um, so, so, as I was saying, people hating on, on Jeter because basically they see how much he's loved and think that's people saying he's better. That's not what they're saying. You can love a player even if they're not as good as someone else. Um, but let's move on. DJ Le Mayhew, it's interesting because there's a lot of things where like market things happen. Um, for some reason, I, I listen to the Michael K Show a bunch. Um, that's that's like my go-to radio show. Um, there's a guy on there. Uh, his name's Don Lagreca, who who says that he thinks DJ Le Mayhew should be the MVP. No, like no problem. Um, I love the Mayhew. He's he's probably my favorite player. I mean, like he's been the face of the he's been the co face of the podcast. It's been him and Clint. Um, basically ever since he signed. Um, but I don't think he's the MVP. How do how do you put him above Trout? That's crazy I, to me.
1: I think he could be the MVP that isn't Mike. Trout. It's almost with with players that aren't Mike Trout. It's just second.
0: So you're saying you think he could end up being second in MVP voting? He
1: he could be second in the MVP. Voting. I think he should be. Bregman, but
0: Bregman's good. I you could go, yeah. either, but Trout I mean, Trout has to win it. Yeah. Um,
1: I just wish he was winning it on a different team. The team that mattered. Me
2: too. <laughs>
0: Imagine Trout like I wanna know what he's like in the playoffs. Will we never (laughs) see playoff trout? We We saw once. No but they
2: got got swept.
0: Yeah, but like I mean like in an actual run, not a series. Like can I just see like Trout and like an ALDS and an ALCS?
1: Not while he's on the Angels, so no.
0: Yeah, and he's never gonna be on another team, I don't think. He'll be an Angel his whole career. So, so sad with that contract he just signed. I wish he didn't sign. Price isn't pl- isn't pitching. <clears throat> He's not. What happened?
2: He scratch. He got scratched with discomfort and left wrist, as reported by Yankees Nation. But playing a, re- hey. a retweet of the MLB at-bat.
0: Playing too much
1: Fortnite again.
0: I see. Yeah. Do we know who's replacing him?
2: No. All
0: yeah, right. Well. <laughs> honestly, that might be better for the Red Sox. Um. Now, I'm going to make this into a semi-game, okay?
2: Uh, my phone is on 2%. All right, we're
0: going to make it real quick.
2: <laughs> okay. I might die in the middle of this, but okay.
0: All right. We might lose Tim, so... um, The playoffs are coming. So, I, well, I'm not going to make it into a game. I'm just going to tell you who's in the playoffs, all right? <laughs> the if the playoffs were to start today um it would be Yankees had the best record in the league right now so it would be the Yankees uh, number 1 Houston would be 2 Minnesota's 3 um and then it would be Oakland and Tampa I oh I didn't even know Oakland took the number 1 uh Oakland took the number 1 spot in the wild card so it would be at Oakland um in the National League the Dodgers, the Braves, the Cardinals, and then the Nationals and the Cubs in the wild card. Nationals would get the home game. And I don't see the Cubs winning that game. Um, and that would be two years in a row where the Cubs, with a, a talented team, uh, lose in the wild card. So I think if they lose in the wild card, I think that's it for Madden. I don't think there's any chance uh, that he would stay. Um, so that's the playoffs. And we brought up earlier how well Paxton has been. Let's just compare him to uh, players that got moved at the deadline. Um, And this is since the deadline. So we're comparing Paxton with Granke, uh, Leek, Roark, Vargas, Bauer, and Stroman. Um, This is all according to uh, Max Wildstein on Twitter. Um in ERA, Paxton is first. In FIP, he's first. In Exos he's first. What is Sierra? I don't even know that one. Oh, it's is that like Stadium? Fit. Is that the stadium adjusted?
2: No, it's uh it's everything adjusted, so it's it tries to take out like uh it's uh oh I was just reading up on this. It's it takes away it's isolated ERA, so it takes away all the outside conditions. It's 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 a more advanced fifth.
0: Okay. But he's first in that. and uh, strike it,
1: quant- it quantifies the pitcher's performance by trying to eliminate factors the pitcher can't control by himself.
0: Okay. Um that's a cool set that I gotta pay attention to more. Uh yeah. Strikeout percentage, he is first. Uh strikeout and walk percentage, he is first. Um batting average against first, and whip first. So the only thing he's not in first with is XFIP, and he's in second by point zero one. So Paxton, since the deadline, has been really good. And as we said earlier, and I hope it stays the same, if he continues the way it is, he'll probably be your number one um, in the postseason. Uh, so with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope to see you next episode. And go Yankees.
2: Go Bills. Let's go
1: Yankees, baby. Elevator going up in the gleaming corridor of the fifty-first floor. The money can be made if you really want some more. Executive decision, a clinical precision. Jumping from the windows, filled with indecision. I can't get good advice from the advertising world.